are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. The blessings of the law was, if ye hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord thy God, observe to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Overtake thee. Now, you know what that means? That means you're going in one direction, and the blessings are coming so much faster than you're going, they run you down. Now, this is what he said to them. And he went on to tell them all the things that would happen, then he told them the curses that would come if they didn't. Now, here's what he said, verse 47, Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things, therefore shall thou serve thine enemy, which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger, in thirst, in nakedness, in want, and of all these things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until they have destroyed thee. In other words, he says, I promised you all of the good, the abundance of all things. But because you wouldn't serve me for the abundance of all things, you will serve your enemy in hunger, in thirst, and in nakedness. Let me tell you, now let me just put that in good old Arkansas English. God was just plain put out because they didn't take advantage of the provisions that had been made. He made the provisions. Do you know what they said? See, the book of Numbers says that the twelve spies came back. Ten of them said, well, there's giants over there. We're not able. We're not able. There's giants in the land. And said, we're like grasshoppers in their eyes. And so were we in our own eyes. They had grasshopper vision. <laughs> Joshua and Caleb came back and said, we're well able to take it. Let us go in at once and take the land. Well, there's Joshua and Caleb. They kept that confession for 40 years. See, righteousness says the word is nigh thee even in thy mouth. And that's what Joshua and Caleb was saying. We're well able to take it. And when they turned it over to Joshua after Moses died, he said, gird up your loins. We're going to cross the river in three days. They'd been 40 years trying to cross it. Now, don't you know they did? They went in and possessed the land. And there's old Caleb. He's 85 years young when they entered the land. And he said, now I'll tell you what you do, Joshua. You give me the mountain with the giants on it. I'm going to take the giants. And I want you to know he did. 85 years old and he took the mountain with the giants on it. He wasn't but 45 when he saw it the first time. But he said, yeah, I remember how big they were. But glory to God, I'll take them. And he did. Now, because they wouldn't serve God for the abundance of all things. Go with me now to Hebrews, the third chapter. Let's read from verse 16. For some, when they had heard, did provoke, howbeit not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. But with whom was he grieved forty years? Was it not with them who had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? And of whom swear he that they should not enter into the rest, but to them that believe not? So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Now, if you study that word unbelief, it literally means disobedience. They could not enter in because of disobedience. They disobeyed God. They wouldn't believe God's provision. They believed what the newscasters told them. They believed what they read in the newspaper. 
they didn't believe what God said. Now, this is why God got put out with them over there in Numbers, the 13th chapter. See, when they came back, God said that was an evil report that they brought back. Now, you know what they said? They told them what they saw, what they felt, and what they heard. Now, is that always an evil report? Just because somebody tells you what they saw, felt, or heard? No, not unless it disagrees with God. When it disagrees with God's word, then it's an evil report. As far as God's concerned, that's evil. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart, he bringeth forth good things. An evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart, he bringeth forth evil things, what Jesus said. So because they had that in their heart, they brought it forth. They saw the same thing Joshua and Caleb did, but righteousness didn't speak. Fear spoke. Makes a difference when righteousness speaks. Righteousness says the word is nigh thee even in thy mouth. That's the word of God. But when fear speaks, it speaks doubt and unbelief. Did you know that when you start talking about faith and fear, there are two opposite forces. Faith cometh by hearing the word of God, and fear comes by hearing the words of the devil. That's the reason you have to shut your mind off sometimes. Why Jesus said, take heed what you hear. And I tell you, if you're going to believe everything you see on television and believe everything you read in the newspaper, you're in trouble now, man. I know a man back in our state, back during 74, I believe it was, somewhere in there, when they had this real energy crisis and man, car dealers just had trouble all over, you know. But this guy told his salesman, said, don't watch television now. Don't watch that stuff they put on television. And he got them to turn it off. And they sold cars just like there wasn't any energy crisis, all except one man. He couldn't sell nothing. He got to watching television, believing what they said. Why, nobody going to buy a car. Why, no. He couldn't sell anything because he didn't believe in it. He didn't believe anybody would buy anything. And somebody said, oh, that's just hiding your head. And saying, no, no, just believe in what God said rather than what man said. Now, I'll tell you, in this situation this nation faces... God has made provisions. If you start looking to God for the provision, I mean, tell you, if you keep the right attitude in this thing, there's going to be some of the outdoingest miracles and outdoingest things that's going to happen out of this until the body of Christ is going to come out. I mean, they're going to be the head and not the tail. They're going to be above and not beneath. I'll tell you one thing that's going to happen. I know it by the Spirit of God. That some of them that's lost their jobs... And think, dear God, worst thing in the world's ever happened. They're going to have time to think. I tell you, if you turn that TV off and go to thinking. You know when a man works eight and ten hours a day and he comes in, he's tired, he watches about three hours TV and flop into bed. Let me tell you, God can give you an idea in ten minutes to make you rich beyond your fondest dream. And you're going to hear some of it. Now, I'm not telling you not to get a job, but I'm telling you some things that's going to come out of it. We're having a healing in this nation's finances. We're having a healing and readjustment period. No, this nation's not going down the drain. I'll tell you, the controller strike, if you notice that, all them believers is in there signed that oath not to strike and didn't strike. They got all the good jobs now. Let me tell you, God wasn't just making up scriptures when he said all these things in the Bible that the meek shall inherit the earth. Now notice something here. Fourth chapter of Hebrews. Now see, it said they couldn't enter in because of unbelief. Let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. 
For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Now he said the gospel was preached to them as well as to us, but it didn't profit them. Now what's he talking about the gospel? The good news. The good news. He is saying here that there is a rest for the people of God. You read on down, that's what he's talking about. Have you ever just sat down and thought, Dear God, I wish to God that we just had all the finances we need where we didn't just have to struggle to do this and struggle to do that and struggle to do the other. You pastors, oh, I wish to God we had the money to build and didn't have to do all this and do all that. Well, just hang in there. The day is coming. And it's not very far ahead. It's not very far ahead. Supernatural things are going to happen in the body of Christ. Spirit of God spoke to me at the beginning of this year and said that the body of Christ will remember that there will begin financial miracles in the lives of believers that will continue till the day that Jesus comes. Folks, it's coming as sure as the world is round and as sure as Jesus said He's coming back. Here it says, Let us fear, lest the promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of us should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. Now what? It didn't preach to us about the same thing. Did it? Oh yeah, he's promised us rest. You know what the promised land for us is? The promises of God's word. The promises of God's Word. And he says, they had a gospel like our gospel, but it didn't profit them because they didn't mix any faith with it. But righteousness, which is a faith, speaketh and says, the Word is nigh thee even in thy mouth and in thy heart. you got to get it in your mouth before it gets in your heart. How many of you know it won't work just in your head? It has to get in your heart. It has to get down here in the inner man. For we which believe do enter into the rest. As he said, I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. Now evidently here, he's talking about the millennium, the rest, the seventh day of rest. The millennium is included here in this seven day rest. But there's some things that are going to happen before the millennium. Let me give you something to think about. The Bible says it's impossible to please God without faith. And I'll tell you, it hurts the heart of God when His people do not take advantage of the provisions that He's made. What would you think if all the farmers in this nation raised a good crop this year, just a bumper crop, but they all said, well, we're going to be humble this year. We just don't deserve it. We're going to plow it under. That's not humility. That's ignorance. But I'll tell you, the body of Christ has been plowing their crops under. Year after year, year after year. Oh, we're going to get it when we get to heaven. God's promised it to us on this earth. If we'll learn how to take advantage of the provision that God has made. He's made provision for us. God bless you. I appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today as we've taught on the subject of faith for God's provision. Now, our CD offer all this week is CD offer number 7122. It's a single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. It's dealing with just exactly what we're talking about here on the broadcast this week. I believe it'll be a blessing to you. Did you know that so many people put off the blessing of God until they get to heaven? They think, well, when we get to heaven, things will be wonderful. Well, certainly it will be then. 
But you see, gas won't be $3 a gallon in heaven. You don't need the blessing then. You need the blessing now to pay your bills and deal with the here and now. So many people don't know that God's already given to us these things. In Second Peter chapter 1, listen to what Peter says in verse 2. Grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God. Grace and peace. Grace is God's willingness. is multiplied to you through the knowledge of God. You need to know what God has done for you. According as His divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of Him that has called us to glory and virtue. Now notice, He has already given it. He's not going to give it when you get to heaven. He has already given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, whereby are given to us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust. In other words, God's given it to you, and it's given to you through the exceeding great and precious promises. Now, if you don't recognize that to be God's blessing for you today, then you'll miss it in life. That's CD offer number 7122. It's entitled, Faith for God's Provision. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.